Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers that evangelize it. Today we're talking about episode 7 from season 2, Angels and Aliens in the Outfield. You gotta, you gotta burp, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. I guess Christopher Lloyd's kind of like Grandpa Joe-ish. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That sounds about right. I forgot about that movie. Angels in the Outfield. Yeah. Just, Just a, a big, big Disney plug for their newly acquired sports team. <laughs> yes. Now the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there are any other sports teams that are like. The something, the big city team of, of the smaller city they're actually in. Uh, there's a good chunk. Yeah, I don't know of, of the of part because, like, uh, I think, like, the Giants play New Jersey or something. There's a bunch where oh. they're, like, not even around yeah. there. But, again, for, like, mass market appeal, right. they just, like, and that's why they did that for the, the Seattle thing. The Hogwarts Wizards of Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a much larger but smaller scaled yeah. piece. Um. Speaking of scale, I'm fat. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tipping them. Yeah this this episode is very grandiose in its scale and completely minute and tiny and not small minded. But talking just about like, my wiener again? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> what I call my dick. Steve's cock. <laughs> Are you ready for this episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, extended edition, huh? No, she started no. watching another yeah. episode. <laughs> um, yeah this this episode is all about. How angels, just like gods and mythical creatures and everything, are flesh and blood extraterrestrials. Yeah. Uh, and, and Documented in historical right, scribes. Right. right. Um, and that's really, that's the, the crux of ancient astronaut theory is that we, it's, it's pretty interesting. And it is very kind of faith oriented because it's basically saying we believe anything that is presented as real by our ancestors, our ancient ancestors. Yeah, all of this is up for grabs, right. and it's real. It's just not what they say, mm-hmm. which again is also has its problems, right? And and I understand that you know the printing press wasn't around until the 1500s, and and uh, genre fiction and things didn't really exist that much. But still, people have been telling stories to each other for thousands of years. Yeah, uh, most of our books that come out now are fiction books because we love having fantasies and telling stories, and and uh, especially. Making ourselves into having, you know, people with supernatural powers of some mm. kind and stuff. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, the episode starts off giving us a kind of overview of angels, which some of this was interesting because I didn't really think of it like that. I've seen artwork like that. But that yeah. angels are, we so, especially in American culture, we so tie them only with uh, Judeo-Christianity. Like the, the, the right, classic right, right. Christian angel with the harp and halo and all that stuff. But um, they are found in... Winged creatures of all kinds are found in uh, Greek, Babylonian culture, uh, Sumerian culture, like yeah. Egyptian culture. Like right. all these all these divine humanoids with bird wings of some yeah, kind. Yeah, some sort of flight. Right. But, and then, but with the assistant, assistance of a wing. Right. Very rarely is it just purely hovering. I mean, you right. know, Mar- magic carpets and whatever, but th- yeah. no one's just right. hovering. Right. And everyone's associating them with wings. Right. Which I totally Which, understand the ancient astronaut theorist point right. that, yeah, ancient man likely would have said, oh, if we see somebody flying and you can't explain it, the only thing we know that flies 
are birds and they right. have feathered wings. So I guess that's it too, you know. Um, but at, which again reeks to me of we've talked about it before. I made the point like literally what is the only <laughs> the only way that humans cannot interact with the physical world with the with the tools you're born with and that's flying. Mm-hmm. We can swim. Obviously, we can't breathe underwater for you know yeah, hours and yeah. hours on end. We can't live underwater. We can lift things. We can climb things. We can climb trees. We can, you know, fucking jump. We can do all, all yeah. everything, if, whether to a lesser degree or not, <laughs> but we can experience anything almost that almost any other animal can do except right. flying. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the – and then when you when you throw in, oh, the stars are up in the sky, birds are up in the sky, the stars in – all all ancient yeah. religions started off with worshiping the sun and the stars and yeah. the untouchable, the unvisitable right. areas. And yet, birds could fucking fly closer to it than they could, so yeah. they must be divine. I mean, but then you also go, oh, cats are divine in Egyptian culture, and yeah. cows are divine in uh, Hindu culture and right, stuff right. too. But um, but anyway, the the we get we'll get to some kind of interesting points later. Um, but uh, that that wings are actually kind of a a template for right. pan religion template for. The divine, because yeah, it's yeah. a superpower, basically. Yeah, so, you know? Again, a hybridization yeah. of humans and something, yeah. and, and how they kind of bring up that even whether you want to believe angels are whatever yeah. or this or that, they are, at the end of the day, aliens no matter what. Right, Because they're exactly. not of this plane, not of this world. Right. Yeah, the, the wings are literally just um, a, a, short, a visual shorthand for... This thing is super powered, or it's or it's extraterrestrial yeah. in some right. way. It's not of this earth in some way. Um, we get our first Coppins call. Uh, Philip Coppins, the late Philip Coppins, RIP. And no, um, no childress in this episode. Yeah, this is a childress free episode. It's a little sad for us. Yeah, heavy. Um, yeah, I, w- I was like <laughs> physically less enthused watching and like doing the notes and stuff in this episode because yeah. I was like, even in the beginning when they didn't show Childress in the little cold open, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I bet oh, he's not fuck. anywhere in this episode. And he know? was in a lot though in the past couple, it, so yeah. I think they got to like balance it out. Right. And, and, and um, I, th- and I think that again, he's more of the place guy. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like, he, like they bring in other people. A lot of people on this episode actually end up in the series as either semi-regulars or regulars too. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, we start off with Coppins uh, and he says, <laughs> he makes the, Amazing point. <laughs> and says, if you go on the internet and read books, you'll find that people are visited by angels every single day. Yeah, every day. Like, <laughs> I was so like, every okay. day. Because he was making the point that, no. like, like, oh, like, we only think of angels as in the Christian theology. But right, right. if you go on the internet yeah. and read books, they're all about people getting visited by angels every single day. Because books <laughs> come out every day. Right. <laughs> and have a They're about know, every day. Story. Yeah. yeah. You know, because every novel that comes out, yeah. technically takes place so there's a big massive like simon and schuster content calendar where every book that ever comes yeah. out even if it's not their own takes place and every author has this weird agreement it's kind of like the yeah. uh, like sag after like the yeah. uh, actors union like unspoken but right spoken. that <laughs> you have to chronologically you have to make your book fit in the time you know and you have to get special permission to do period pieces and retro yeah. stuff yeah. and whatever too but that doesn't mess up the present time so anytime yeah. you're writing in the present yeah. It has to be in the timeline describing all the days in between all the other books that came <laughs> yeah, come yeah. before and came, and come. It's out only a too. tight window, right? And yeah. so that's it's why one big multiverse, like Stephen King and right. his uh, the you Dark know, Tower thing and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> all these books are connected. Yep. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so this was interesting. I didn't really know this, but uh, the word angel is a mistranslation of a Hebrew word, and it literally just means messenger. Um, in Greek, it means like middleman or intermediary. Um, and now uh, is this true though? Because 
there are multiple interpretations of language yeah. throughout time. Right. So to say this is actually this, it's like, is it because we all got here right. and think this? So right. is it, again, a misinterpretation or a word with multiple interpretations? Right. Exactly, and that's, yeah. you know, the biggest problem with, you know, converting the Bible and old old texts and anything into right. modern day language. It's even a problem today where, yeah. you know, you get a book from Russia and it, it when it's translated, it's either literally translated or there's a, another version that has a paragraph describing right. that word and scene. So when he said, no, everyone's wrong, it's this, it's like, no. Yeah. Again, it's too absolute. You right. Can, you can't just say, nope, they're wrong, it's actually this. Right. When, and he, he also, uh, Sooks is on here, and he's, <laughs> I, th- I believe he's of Greek descent who grew up yeah. in Sweden, but he... He at least says in modern Greek, the word angelos, um, and we have a lot of Latin roots with Greek, means middleman or intermediary. But those could be two different things, too. Um, But uh, either way, the whole point is that it is a pretty common thread that these winged creatures, these demigods, as as they would have called them in the Greek, you know, the mythology, like when we were talking about gods and aliens, I think, episode... um, I can't remember which episode that was, but uh, one of our recent episodes, too, obviously. But uh, where they talked about... The gods and how when they hybridized with humans, when they had lots of sexy time with humans mm-hmm. on Earth, they created demigods, which is kind of what they're calling angels here, sort right. of. They're also calling them aliens. They, yeah. They <laughs> and they're also calling them giants. Right, right, right. Even right. though they describe giants as, like, that's a Something big point else. of hypocrisy yeah. later where I'm like, okay, guys. And they don't really talk about when they fuck these women. Right. Because. The kids. Yeah. Yes, like exactly. they don't really are producing; they're just right. banging away. And so we'll get to that in a little bit, in yeah. just a second too. But that's all in the book of Enoch, which is kind right. of the key of this, like the core of this episode. Um, but uh, but yeah, so being a Greek, I'm like at least whatever. That's fine, Sukes. If uh, it means middleman, Angelos mm-hmm. means middleman in in uh, whatever. Yeah. And that's we fine, live in the middleman right. <laughs> <laughs> here in beautiful, sunny right. Southern California. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The middlemen of Anaheim, California, take the field. <laughs> Maybe this year they'll get a series pennant. Right. The the, <laughs> the middleman of Los Middlemen yeah. in Anaheim. Yeah. The middleman Clippers <laughs> and the middlemen Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say no, Los Angeles <laughs> Lakes. Um, but yeah, the whole point is that these winged demigods are usually messengers from the div- from the divine to humans and back and forth and vice versa. Which, again, kind of going back to my point of birds, okay? Winged creatures right. are literally, they're not up in outer space by the stars, right. but they're in between. They're still of Earth, but in between. So it's mm-hmm. a very, the symbolism there is rampant, and every fucking culture in the world grew up around birds. So, yeah. um, But no dogs. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, uh, Bill Burns, Loudmouth Lay, he doesn't say anything interesting in this episode, yeah. just bringing home that anything not of this Earth is an E.T., which means it's an alien, and I'm like, yeah. okay, sure, sure. He's like, yeah. they're all the same, and I'm, and but that is one of the tent poles yeah. of ancient yeah. astronaut theory. So um, we get to the Book of Enoch, which you mentioned wow. before. Um, Eric von Daniken is huge on this book, uh, kind of the father of ancient astronaut theory. Um, but it was, it's considered one of the lost books of the Bible found in the uh, in the Dead Sea Scrolls in the 40s, um, yeah. and it's an apocryphal book, and it is a, it is all about this guy Enoch. It's a huge thing like text about yeah. Enoch this the the orders of all these angels they name the angels there's commander angels called the watchers um all of the the story in here is that all the um uh, the fallen angels weren't necessarily just like satan 
they were just required to their job was to be on earth and help humans so there was yeah. 200 of those with 20 watt the watchers like watcher like commanding angels mm-hmm. um and they had a lot of those archangel names and stuff like yeah. that um but uh you know i mean it's pretty interesting because Enoch, I, I kind of make this point later, but he, I can understand why they may have thrown this book out in probably, I think the 1600s is the last big uh, purging and unifying of the Bible as we know it now. Right. Um, and this book is very Greek mythological in a way. Mm-hmm. It, it puts Enoch as just as important of a figure as Moses or Jesus or all like, right. he, because literally these, the, these watchers. They fucking take him around on on their chariots and shit. Yep. They tell him everything. They teach him all about writing, reading, and arithmetic, and like yep. how to how to use better metal, better metallurgy. They're yep. like the um, is it Hephaestus? That's the Greek god that gave him gave humans fire and rebelled against all the other gods Hephaest- or whatever. Uh, no, I feel like that's someone else. Who yeah. the fuck did that? But there's that there's, Anyways, there's yeah. that Greek god that and, and then got punished forever for it by right, getting right, his right. liver eaten out by the bird on a rock. Isn't but, that Prometheus? Prometheus. There you go. Yeah, yeah sorry. Um but uh anyway, starring David Fassbender. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Fassbender. <laughs> David Hatcher Fassbender. Yeah. <laughs> um some kind of weird thing that's gonna eat everyone and some kind chuma. Of good droid. Impregnates women. Does a bad thing. Giant wheel. Was rolling across the field, <laughs> and all Charlize had to do was jump sideways out of the way, but she died. <laughs> um, She's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some kind of a dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like it's a really interesting story. A lot of people are obsessed with, it. and a lot of I guess Kabbalah comes out of the Book of Enoch mm. and stuff too. Um, but yeah, it's all about orders of angels and how. Basically, it it takes the closer interaction with God away because he basically puts a pantheon of demigods out into the world. And especially with this one guy who everyone, I think, would be like, wait a minute. Enoch was somehow chosen to fucking get all of the knowledge of our modern world and bring that into fruition. Like all of the secrets of metallurgy and building and science and fire and all this shit. Like, where the fuck did he go? And so I think that they're pretty much just like, well... He's not really a part of that story. We gotta we gotta yeah. keep it going on this narrative. Right, right, right. So, Flow away. It's very interesting to me. But um uh anyway, um where were we? Oh yeah. Mount Her- they, the, so all these yeah. fallen angels landed on Mount Herman. <laughs> yeah. Mount Herman's head. Yeah, um, of the Peewees. Yeah. <laughs> the Peewee Range. Yeah, the Peewee Mountain Range out yeah. in the Middle East. Um which we kind of just get back to later. They kind of uh bookend the episode by going back to Mount Herman, but um it's a very and the whole thirty third latitude and all that right, stuff. Right. Um but that's supposedly where the angels were first uh that where the angels first fell and kind of met Enoch and went out into the world with him and everything and, right, and, right. and propagated. Um there is a lot of um of theories with the ancient astronaut guys that are like these aren't um, like the whole God Satan thing or these fallen angels, mm-hmm. it wasn't that they were evil. It was that there were there were extraterrestrial race that had a mutiny. Like Sooks is like, I see this is a mutiny, not right, not uh, right. somebody not being, being bad necessarily. Yeah. But um, well, but uh, no, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say mutiny could be bad. I mean, they're right. trying to overturn whoever they're right. 
following. And so, if the, and yeah. if the leaders that were still quote unquote in heaven wrote the history or told mm-hmm. man to write the history, they would say, yeah, they were evil scumbags. Yeah, so yeah. fuck them, you know. Um, but uh, and apparently they did. <laughs> huh? This is our new podcast, a case for Satan. Yeah, <laughs> our um, powerful overlord, the fallen angel. <laughs> yeah. he first came we've, on my face. We've roped you in twelve episodes right. now, and <laughs> <laughs> going to have a little bit of a shift here. If you think back to every six word we've ever said, they spell out our manifesto. <laughs> So for all of our most hardcore fans, go yeah. back and, and re-script. <laughs> and it would be funny but also scary if even one person went back and did that. Because that means he'd be our biggest fan but also a psychopath. <laughs> right, right, right. The yeah. gnarliest right. of people. Um, you will the, all listen. Yeah. You will all pay attention. Six word. You will listen to the six word of the man we've spoken. And, oh, lo and behold, is it part of – is it – just a coincidence that Childress isn't on this episode, but we've brought him here. <laughs> he is the one, the lonely, the survivor, the forever young Childress. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we get again. Everyone, there's a lot of a lot of the the crew on here, but they don't say anything very interesting. Sadly, George Norrie's on there, and he's like. Now these fucking angels yeah. <laughs> sound just like aliens with their crafts and teaching him stuff, Ghibli and goop, and flying him around the world, and it's just you yeah. know like okay, thanks, George, yeah. like you know. So um, we get another guy that we've talked about briefly before, and I said it the last time. So he's a Catholic professor at Loyola Marymount. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most reasonable guys on the show. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's literally just like, yeah, this is uh, what the book <laughs> says, and that's it. And he even says. I totally. He's like, I don't know if they're not aliens. He's like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, they totally could be. Like, we have, we don't know the nature yeah, of God and totally angels and whatever. Be. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, he makes an interesting point where he's like, if you read the book uh, uh, Genesis, book six, um, it tells a story of the, how the angel, how Satan fell and fallen angels, yeah. and how uh, the sentence literally says uh, how the fallen angels or sons of gods, plural. He makes a point to say it says plural. Yeah. Um, again, in a monotheistic Texas is very odd. Um, uh, mated with the daughters of men, which was against God's back to singular decree. Right. Um, but then, as you said, we don't hear about a lot of that in general, other than like David or Goliath from David and Goliath yeah. is supposedly in Nephilim. We kind of touched right. upon that in the last episode. Um, there's a handful, of, but not anywhere near the kind of Greek Roman like, mythology yeah, yeah. level of demigods and stuff. So. Um, yeah, so it's like, why are these angels fucking? Right. Or, again, is this, or is it is <laughs> just, this just a byproduct or something? It seems yeah, like, of their yeah. religion and right. like, oh, I'm I'm fucking, but right. I'm just not going to get pregnant. Right. So Von Daniken comes on. Um, he's you know writer of Chariots of the Gods. If you're new to the show or whatever, but uh, he's the, like the father of ancient astronaut theory. But um, he comes on because they're talking about how these are flesh and blood beings, not just ethereal yeah. ghosts. You know, and he says, how can angels have sex? Yeah. <laughs> Enoch talked about angels coming down and having sex with our girls. And he said yeah, it like, yeah, with yeah, my like daughter. Like, you ain't yeah. going to have sex with my daughter, I was fallen fucking angel. Like he's their dad. Or <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, I cannot yeah. make <laughs> and Enoch never calls them gouts. He calls them guardians of the sky yeah. or watchmen. Yeah. And my favorite watchman is Rorschach. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I thought you were going to go. I was going to say the comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that hot chick, but yeah. I couldn't remember her name. The guy with the big blue yeah. dick. Um, but yeah, so we get to the part about the Nephilim, which are. But he the... also says, I cannot make this up. Right. I'm not yeah. just saying yeah. they're fucking. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. calm down, bro. Okay. Like, we're not just. We're not oh, saying you're saying that. I have to yeah. put my hands in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a hole so I can easily grab <laughs> my penis and then put the Ziploc bag for my cum. <laughs> Usually. Professional wrestler have yeah. tear away tear away pants with a velcro. Yeah, <laughs> but I use them because I can. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm done. Because I come so hard. You get it, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, hell in the cell. Right. I will beat anyone in TLC match. <laughs> um... But yeah, so we get to the Nephilim, which are the um, the the quote unquote giants of like again, just like Goliath. Um, but then, so we had just talked about a few episodes ago, uh, gods and in gods and aliens about demigods and hybrids mm-hmm. and you know monstrous creatures that are all you know like the fucking Chimera and Gorgon and things like that. Um, and they talked about fucking ad nauseum for 15 minutes in that show how big they were. Oh, look at these giant <laughs> carcasses out yeah. in New Mexico or whatever mm-hmm. in this cave. They're all – look at these giant skulls. Yeah. And now the same fucking people, Sooks especially, is like, I don't think that the word giant was interpreted correctly. I think it means they just are extraterrestrial. They have superpowers. They're right, larger. Right, right. They're bigger than this earth. And I'm like yeah. – so now it's another contradiction, right? Yeah. And to your point, he literally is making your point where, well, maybe a word could have been like something you know new. larger yeah. than life or powerful instead yeah, of yeah, giant big, or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that too. You know, so it's just that was insane. I was like, you got to be fucking like, kidding me, man. dude! Like, <laughs> like we want to believe, right? But just you got to be a little consistent <laughs> right? here, and it's why we're doing the show because yeah, yeah. you know I'll be very interested uh, by the time we get maybe way later or someday if the show ends like. And runs out like if if there's any pieces of evidence that we're still like yeah no we totally yeah, sure. think that they yeah. still there's no holes poked in that like I don't know yeah um, but uh, <laughs> I'm like that guy on our on our comment thread oh. on our social media <laughs> go go shoot holes in something else I like this show yeah don't pick it apart it's like we love the show too yeah, That's yeah. why we're doing this I have know? a brain right stop taking yeah. away from my fantasy it's like what do you what, he, what do you he mean? said he said if you can't understand the show it means you don't have your brain yeah <laughs> like all right okay thanks bro. Um. Anyway, Coppins comes on. It's not worth doing an impression because he just talks about how uh, all cultures, you know, from Mesopotamia to Egypt and whatever, mm. have winged creatures, winged humanoid creatures specifically. Also, winged monsters as well. Right, right, right. They kind of leave a lot Horrific. of that out, yeah. you know, um, which maybe shows then a connection to animals and man or this yeah, or, yeah. or the divine beasts or whatever, too. But um, David Wilcott comes on here, Five Heads at Freddy's. Um, <laughs> Uh, he's the blonde gentleman with part yeah. in the middle hair. Um, he's, a, he's the most animated on this episode. He's, he's like the Childress of this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he comes on and he's like, he's like, he's like, you dipshit. He doesn't say that, but yeah, he has yeah, this, yeah. this smirk on his face. He's like, the Bible is the most detailed account of extraterrestrial contact in history. We just haven't learned how to interpret it and understand it correctly. And I'm right. like, which again, that's a tent pole of ancient astronaut theory that yeah. all these old texts are just misinterpretations, are factual. Just yeah, right. That I, I just yeah. realized that in my head too. <laughs> they're all factual, but also so their wrong. tiny little primitive brains were grossly misinterpreting right, everything. Right. I'm like, that is diametrically opposed. Is it yeah. a fact or is it something they're Mis- talking? You know, yeah, and yeah. so I didn't realize that. There's like a yin yang there that just kind of right, splits right. itself apart in the middle. You know. Well, I mean, it's like the Bible itself. People are like. Well, no, this is poetic. Well, no, well, this right. is literal. It's like, well, where, at what? Where's the right. little What's appendix the or something that I know when it's poetic or right. it's factual? Yeah, and I see that shit with modern criticism on being yeah. being a writing major back in the day and people doing like uh, uh, a, a new historical approach or a queer theory approach or whatever. It's just a frame. Ooh, yeah. It's a frame <laughs> to look at a story. And when it comes to fiction, like cares or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's a, a lot of the same thing. They pick the parts that fit their narrative right and right. that's literally what you're actually trying to do is like right, oh look right. at all these examples of this that could be interpreted wow. that way yeah. so again but the problem is the ancient astronaut theorist guys are saying 
we think, yes, it's a theory, but we think this is how it happened. You know, mm-hmm, So mm-hmm. when it comes to the origins of humanity, it becomes a little more important than a fictional, of a, yeah, you know, yeah. than fucking a Stephen King book or something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. Um, so then we get to our next segment, which is angels as destructors or as guardians, as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so Von, Von Daniken and, and Sooks come on and talk about Sodom and Gomorrah for like the thousandth time on this show. Yeah. Salt Only, pillar. And, right. Yeah. Now yeah. we get to see the salt pillar. Right. I don't ever like, remember seeing that before in any yeah. of these other call outs. Right. But yeah. And, and but that also is interesting, too, because once again. Did does that salt does that rock pillar look kind of like a woman? Right, and and the, you know Mount Sodom is a real mountain or whatever yeah. too. But um, and of course they ground everything and where they lived. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. still, um, it was it based on that or again? Are you you know you, I mean, it also doesn't really look like salt. It just looks like rock. But yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but and uh, it looks pretty fucking tall, not like right, the size a of woman, a person. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they're on to talk about Sodom and Gomorrah again, which. If you, if you don't know, real quick, uh, the people in Sodom and Gomorrah were extremely wicked, according to God. Um, Abraham's nephew, um, uh, uh, Lot, um, and his family lived in Sodom, and, lived in Sodom, I believe, um, sent an angel down and said, hey, God's going to fuck this city up. He's going to kill yeah. everyone here and, 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 and bring it down in fire and, and uh, smoke and ash and whatever. You guys need to get the fuck out. And if you don't get out... Uh, right now, there's nothing I can do to help you. Is like apparently right, what right. the angels paraphrases paraphrases say. And Von Daniken goes into how this sounds like a countdown that he mm. could not yeah, yeah. could not do anything about. And I'm like, so they're they're making the point, which is kind of a cool theory, I guess. But that again, this could have been a more you know quote unquote evil faction of aliens of advanced yeah. aliens wanting to destroy this city. Mm-hmm. And then there are still some good aliens that wanted to come down and say, whoa, 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 you don't have to kill everyone. And or for whatever reason. Maybe they knew the future because they're interdimensional time aliens that knew that yeah. Abraham's lineage was important to the history of the world and all that stuff, too. And they were helping him. I don't know. But um, we then go deeper into the Book of Enoch, which I've already done um, at length here. But, uh, um, but yeah, we get uh, a kind of a new semi-regular on the show. This guy, Thomas E. Bullard, Ph.D., he's a folklorist. Um, he, and he, because he's a folklorist, he just comes on and says... This is how these myths, what, what they said. Here's some similarities and whatever. Um, he looks weirder than he talks, so he's not yeah. really a fun impression or anything. Right, right. But, but um, uh, visually, we'll just paint him. Right. <laughs> yeah. He, he just yeah. He just has like you know the old like if if you if there was a black and white picture of him, you would say oh that's 1974 or right, something right, too. Right. But um, seems like a nice enough guy. But he comes on to talk about the concept of guardian angels. Um, before that, we're gonna guard our peepees. And refill our drinks. We'll be right back. Oh, and we're back. Uh, Yeah, Thomas E. Bullard, the folklorist, he comes on to basically talk about how guardian angels are very prevalent in plenty of religions and cultures. And, you know, he's like, I think that it's they're so prevalent because it gives us a sense of supernatural protection against a very scary world, which I totally understand. So um, we then go on to the first appearances of guardian angels. So the first that we, well, the very first we know of, because the next one is the first in Judeo-Christianity, but mm-hmm. the first we know of is Islam. Um, actually, that doesn't make sense. They, they say that weird because Islam is only 600 AD or after, or roughly, whereas the example they give for the Judeo-Christian one is like 392 AD or something. Oh, okay. So whatever. Yeah, yeah. Something. Anyway, whatever. In Islam, um, it's very prevalent use anyway. It's in the Quran where it talks about how uh, everyone has two writing angels, one on each shoulder, which I did not realize that's kind of where the uh, little uh, angel, angel and devil on yeah. your shoulder thing came from. But they literally 
one of them writes down all your bad deeds your whole life, and one of them writes down all your good deeds your whole life. It's pretty gnarly. So uh, in Judeo-Christianity, uh, the first guardian angel was Raphael. Um, mm. And uh, from the book of Tobek, uh, Tobek was a guy who was off on a journey to find his wife or something, and it was a very dangerous journey. And God sends uh, Raphael down to help him out along the way. As you know, Raphael had the the red headband. He was kind of yeah. snarky, kind of sarcastic. Right. Had the size as the weapons. Yeah. You know, he was a rude dude. Yeah, he was totally. <laughs> he was uh, cool but rude. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, but uh, <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> uh, pardon me. Uh, he wasn't as much of a party dude, but yeah, he was yeah. cool but rude. Still chomped down on the pizza. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say, big pizza freak. Yeah, um, yeah. but. Uh, but yeah, so those are just some quick mentions, which most yeah. of this episode is. <laughs> yeah, here's quick again, examples. <laughs> don't really go anywhere. Don't really do a lot. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like people's theories of the Bible, basically. Right. For, mostly Bible. They do touch right. on some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. For as much as they're like, oh, there's so many other cultures that have angels, but even though it really comes down to the Bible in this right, episode, right. Uh, and for good reason, because angels are just so so part of the the iconic like imagery the, of the Bible, like of we, Christianity. But it's like, mostly. You know? Old Testament, right? It's not yeah. really with the new stuff with Jesus right. and everything like that, right? Again, Old Testament's much more yeah. mystical, much more, um, well, literally Kabbalic. I'm kind of like yeah. defining itself with itself. But, but uh, yeah, much more about uh, a lack of a connection with the creator God, right? Right. All you had these intermediaries, very similar to Zeus yeah. and uh, the demigods and, and smaller, lesser right. gods and things too, or, you know, wood spirits and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and again, just like going back to the birds being this weird intermediary between the, the stars and us and they're in the mm-hmm. sky, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, but, uh, yeah, we get to the book of revelations, um, which talks about the final battle between God and Satan at the end of time where Satan will finally be defeated, um, most ancient astronaut theorists believe that this is a cosmic battle that'll happen between two right. warring alien races or the two that seem to be uh, fighting you know, over us. Yeah, exactly. Basically. So, um, and for the most part, they don't say it here. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but we mentioned in the Aliens in the Third Reich episode all about the uh, the Nazi and Hitler specific beliefs and mm-hmm. the real society's beliefs in the occult and in the uh, these the Aryan aliens from the Aldebaran, I believe, right. uh, system. And same kind of thing here. They're still considered the ones that, like, shepherded humanity, and they're, like, the good ones or whatever, too. Right. But um, anyway, um, we get a story from a uh, first appearance of a guy, and he's he's fairly reasonable, but, like, he's he also wrote a book called um, – fuck, where did I write it? It's called, uh, like, Alien Anthologies or something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, he he's all about uh, – he's a reverend, too. So he's, like, this reverend right, right. and also, I think, a Ph.D., um, and he uh, is all about how all, even though he's a reverend, probably, likely I'm assuming Christian because it's a reverend, he's very pan-religion and how, oh, no, it was all extraterrestrials or something, right. too. So um, I'll double-check that later. But uh, anyway, he talks about how um, the story of St. Peter, who was in a prison in 44 AD, um, and, uh, and, this, and the story is this alien alien sorry this angel <laughs> well, well technically yeah. all of it uh this we can angel, all agree it's alien right of course yeah um and oh i just spilled my beer oh, um, shit. i just whacked it a little uh, or or the classic in my mind uh, that would have to be an alien but, uh, <laughs> but yeah so this angel um literally walks through the wall uh unshackles uh peter who will eventually be saint peter mm-hmm. you know uh unshackles him opens the fucking um uh jail door Everyone is asleep. All the other guards and prisoners and stuff are, are dead asleep mm-hmm. and just walks them out, 
and then leads him out to a safe spot and disappears. And so um, it's just another example of like, oh, some aliens must have wanted to help people yeah. if they were important in some way. Um, but this guy, Reverend Michael uh, J.S. Carter, uh, Alien Scriptures is his book. Sorry, I lost my place. Um, he tells this story, but he's he's the one that that really talks about how accounts of angel interactions in most religions are extremely similar mm-hmm. to either alien abductions um, or alien interactions in some way. Right. Like abduction, we usually put the negative connotation, but sometimes yeah. it's not. Some people say, oh, I went up there and they gave me food and let me fuck all these women or whatever, yep, too. Yep, so, yep. Um, lo and behold, it's always usually sad, not that we're not nerds, but very sad, debilitatingly nerdy guys that have those kind of fantasies, right, yeah. too. That, um, oh, they'll they'll come and find me. Right. They'll and, seek me out. I'm different. Oh, this is so my own gonna, orgy because yeah. I got kicked out of that orgy the yeah, other night. Yeah, I'm Dan Aykroyd getting a blowjob from a ghost. <laughs> this is nice. Because <laughs> we know one-on-one sex like, is an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> Not. It's the most sex I've ever had. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Was watching that scene yeah, in Ghostbusters. <laughs> exactly. Jerking off to that. Uh, it's more than just me. While we were all jerking. Yeah. Dad and brother, I have to go yeah. to the bathroom for a while. Yeah. I'm going to go take this home. Dad I'm going to go. All my VHS tape. <laughs> yeah. Hello, dad and brother. Yeah. Uh, now, was there ever a movie? This is a little side story. Was there ever a movie that you, before you could pay and, and have your own like blockbuster or video store rent uh, a membership, uh-huh. was there ever a movie that you knew was kind of sexy? Or inappropriate, and you tried to get your parents to rent it for you, and then they didn't, or or let you rent it without knowing. My parents didn't really care. Mm-hmm. We had, yeah, I, I watched <laughs> R-rated movies. Well, I, was I watched Revenge- midget porn. <laughs> yeah, I watched Revenge of the Nerds all the time. Right. I think it was more when with my friend's mom. He right. did that. Like I remember one time I was like spending the weekend at his house, and yeah. then my mom took off, so she fucking left us. No, but I was there with him. But then he got sick, uh, so I went to the movie store with his mom, and he's like, oh. Try and get my mom to rent Taint Girl. Oh, I think oh, yeah. I think she's like kind of takes a shower in that movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. And then <laughs> I don't think she let us rent it. Yeah. This also turned out to be the same kid who ended up selling condoms <laughs> out of a briefcase. There you go. In uh, about sixth grade. Yeah. yeah Maybe you shouldn't have sheltered your kid that much. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, one of one of mine because I tried a few times was the Gina Gina Gershon Jennifer Tilly lesbian criminal movie bound <laughs> where it was a lot of lesbian sex yeah, in that okay. movie yeah um and uh and my mom read the back at blockbuster was like uh no because <laughs> everything was this yeah, erotic yeah, thriller yeah. is erotic and sexy <laughs> and very erotic hey mom i'm just yeah. curious <laughs> i think it's a really cool crime drama you know yeah. like it's very intricate um, and <laughs> yeah. the I, action I don't know what great. Uh, erotic means but uh <laughs> I heard a dad likes that kind yeah. of stuff. I think there's a lot of hot rods in it. It's erotic, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. And I love cars. You know, I'm a motorhead. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Ace of Spades. Yeah, huh? I was just going to say. <laughs> didn't, and you did. Huh. Um, uh, David Wilcock gets back on here. Uh, woo! And uh, Five Heads at Freddy's. And he says that uh, religious accounts are evidence of E.T.'s grooming us. So he, he mm. introduced this grand just concept. Calming and making and so, sure we're looking pretty. Right. And, and then he like he's like kind of smiling, not laughing, but he's smiling and he's like, you know, he's, he's so he's he, I'm, I'm not going to do the whole thing, but he says, you know, uh, the the Bible is religious accounts of aliens grooming us to get technologically better, more mature as a species. He goes, mm-hmm. and after we're ready, and they fulfilled their. A prime directive, as it were, which is a Star Trek reference. Yeah. And for those that don't know, the prime directive was basically go and explore, but don't fuck with any cultures or change, right, insert right. yourself into it or change anything. Just observe. And so, yeah. and, it, uh, and that prime directive got challenged many times right. in that that series. Yeah. 
my favorite and the yummiest episode was the prime rib director, yeah. <laughs> where the whole episode, right. all their replicator would make was delicious prime rib, yeah. and they had to eat it. But then it was kind of Twilight Zone where it's like, but when you have too much prime rib, do you even enjoy yeah. it anymore? Yeah. Do you grow to hate? They all hated prime rib. Yeah. After Is that. the ajou sauce not enough? Right. Do you need that horseradish. Yeah, do you, you know? want it rare? It Maybe fucked, you want it a little it different. It fucked all of it up for them. So now everyone, they just eat well done meat, and it's sad, yeah. you know. Prime um, rib direct to you. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring us by Prime Rib House. Um, but yeah, so he goes, after we're ready and they fulfilled their prime directive, as it were, that there will be a galactic family reunion of sorts and they will reveal themselves to us again. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, like I I get what he's saying, but it's what it, let's say somehow there was this much like maturity of thought a thousand years ago or whatever, wouldn't they be saying the same thing? Oh, we're in this lull period where they're just not around for a while. Yeah. And it's like, you're just trying to figure it out, which I understand. We're fucking Daddy's doing the show. Daddy's gone to get cigarettes. He'll be back someday. Right. You know, and, uh, and it's, and, and he, I think he probably says what he ends up saying later, very charged up. Yeah. Uh, it was probably right after this, but we'll yeah. do that in order As here. But, it, um, yeah. So then we go to, why do they have wings? Like angel wings in general. Yeah, the whole yeah. segment's about that. So we get to Rome. This is what I was mentioning before. Uh, a Rome. <laughs> the aroma of a, a, a spaghetti or a, 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 a pasta marinara. You, yeah. You'd think that or have a, to be spaghetti. Or a macaroni grill. Aromas. <laughs> macaroni grill. <laughs> they have uh, uh, oil and bread. Now, I'm not. Into football, okay? But, I mean, top athletes, yes. like Tony Romo. Uh, in my mind, he, he made the best ribs that he yeah. could get. <laughs> that money could buy. Because it was, oh, it's Tony Romo's. Yeah, it's not Tony Romo. It, Tony Romo's is probably actually on its major decline since Tony oh, yeah. Romo has been famous. <laughs> I, so, I haven't, yeah. I mean, the last Tony Romo I knew was down in Catella. Tony Romo's. Yeah, Tony Romo's. <laughs> no, Tony Romo's. Tony Romo's uh, gay strip club. Yeah. No, I think the only one that I know of around here is at the Universal City Walk mm-hmm. in Middleman, California. Right. <laughs> Los Middleman. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so in Rome, in the Vatican, there is the sarcophagus of Junius Bassus from 359 mm-hmm. AD. Uh, and And... According, I mean, this is what some believe is the very first depiction of angels having wings. Now, right. let's say let's say this was a hardcore piece of evidence. Without wings, <laughs> isn't that in Back to the Future? They they say that what? he's in a spaceship without wings. Oh, when he comes like, uh, in into the, the barn, I think or so. The other car, like yeah. yeah. But uh, so if if this was the case and this was if we wanted to use the hard you could say oh 359 AD was quite a while after the events of Christ's rebirth and everything yeah. happened and they so that means by default that they weren't described with wings and that's kind of what we get into anyway so Richard Raider comes on he's again kind of another Raider nor- Nation normie. yeah exactly you can call him. There we go. Raider Nation. He's on the whole series. And he is, uh, we haven't mentioned him since season one, I think, but he's a, a lecturer of classics at UCLA. So he just reads ancient texts and mythologies and books and, you know, fucking Beowulf and stuff like that. All the really old shit. Um, and he talks about how the really the first appearance of wings, at least in mythology, obviously there's art and things like that, but um, the modern concept of wings as on angels as the inter- was was like the god Hermes in Greek mythology, mm. very prevalent. He had wings on his feet, you know, um, and again representing that they could fly and were super powered yeah. and all that stuff too. Um, and and they, this is and he kind of introduced that concept we already touched on, which was that wings are just this general. Um, differentiator between your standard human and a supernatural being of yeah. some kind. Um, Jason Martell comes on, the slick back kid. Um, doesn't say that 
much that interesting, but he's, he, re- he reiterates that wings are the only natural analog to describing humanoids with the power of flight, because then we get into a bunch of other mentions about how, you know, the wings represent flight, or they're around, there's wings and then a golden disc or something yeah, like around something. the sun, yeah. like, because even the sun was considered flying, Again, they, you know. They didn't know these potential jetpacks or whatever. Right. Were and that's, oh, yeah. That, we'll get to that in just a second. But uh, Michael Denon, who's the guy from UCI, the physicist, he talks about how, you know, wings as they're depicted on angels would be very bad for for flight because yeah. uh, on birds, they're just different. They're a different type of muscle. They're yeah. set differently bones on the body. Bones are totally different. Birds' bones are hollow. We're way yeah. too heavy to fly like that. I mean, it's kind of funny they even put him on here because it's a moot point because right. they're supernatural, so they're not really adhering to normal powers the, yeah, of flight. Yeah, they're not literal anyway. wings then right. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's kind of a neutral point anyway. But uh, So then, if wings are a depiction and not reality, how did they actually move around and fly? So Sooks comes on and he's like, you know, most times they're depicted as this straight-up vertical ascent or vertical descent. And, he, and, and literally, I start cracking up because I forgot. Yeah. He says, it, like, he doesn't say it, but it starts showing footage of guys with jetpacks. Right, right. <laughs> it goes into the, the guy that invented the first jetpack. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, he's then like, now what if this device on their back, of course, would be misinterpreted because they're a flesh-and-blood extraterrestrial flying up and ascending with these jetpacks. And I'm like... I, you could have at least done tractor beam or yeah, something. something. Would have been more fucking well, believable. Well, you the know? funny like, thing is they, they showed it multiple times, and and I think they've already showed it, Maybe the, and I know they showed it again, is yeah. the angels with wings who yeah. can fly climbing up a ladder. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's the... Like, there's, are they ascending? Right. There's a ladder, because, yeah, that's, uh, you know, and that's re- actually right next. Reverend Michael no. Carter is, is back again, and he says that uh, it's not just singular flight. They always were, uh, in the Hebrew Bible and stuff, written as uh, riding chariots all around. Right. Or also uh, what was described as a pillar of clouds by day and a pillar of fire by night. That's how they would ascend yeah. and descend. Um, they're all of these vehicular interpretations of what yeah, they're riding yeah. around on. So, And then he mentions Jacob's dream about how he pictures all the angels going back up to heaven. They're climbing this ladder, which is where mm-hmm. Jacob's ladder comes from. Right. Um, and Sooks comes on and says, oh, of course, this is a fucking... Uh, lane, uh, right. like a little exit pad for a UFO. Right. I'm like, you don't fucking know how UFOs do work, Giorgio. Yeah. Like, come on, man. You're saying Giorgio. they're flying, like, but then they can't. Right. So they like, can <laughs> get into the machine, but again, they can't. it's it's so inconsistent. You know, um, yeah. it's it's like when Childress came on the last episode to talk about how how anti gravity works, not how it's proposed to work. You right. Know, right. Like, when you're surrounded in an anti gravitational yeah. field, it's like, well, when yeah. have you been surrounded? Yeah. At, you know, day, every but, fucking day, man. Right. <laughs> get really hot. When when I Try to jump off cliff yeah. every day. <laughs> when I uh, hold myself back right. from ending it all. The abyss. Yeah. <laughs> Crushed I mean, my own goddamn brain. Yeah. I mean, the top of the Grand Canyon. I mean, but, but in my mind, I'm, I'm just really scared. Yeah. I'm a <laughs> little boy. Yeah. I'm a sad little boy. Um, but uh, So we go on to what the fuck is their mission then? If they're here, what are they doing? Dancing here? around. Which, yeah. which was episode two of the show, I think, was right. the mission. <laughs> Um, and not much has changed, but uh, we cut over to Temple Mount in Jerusalem where all sorts of Judeo-Christian huge things have happened. Um, one of them being the binding of Isaac, uh, Isaac uh, where if you don't know the story, God asked Abraham to sacrifice his like adult son, like his 20-year-old son, uh, to tie him up to bind him and, on mm-hmm. this rock and fucking stab him and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, and an angel at the last second stops Abraham from doing it. So most religious scholars go... This was just God testing Abraham's faith, and God sent the angel down to say, hey, just stop right. or whatever. Pump the brakes. Right. Um, I'm not sure why. Maybe he did it. Maybe I'm just not learning on this enough. I don't know why an angel 
you would think if that was the, if that was his communication tool was angels, and he had a bunch obviously yeah. with the bush and everything too. But why didn't the angel was the angel the first one to also tell him so. to do yeah, it, or did like, God speak yeah. directly to him? Otherwise, know. why didn't God just boom and go, "Hey, stop" or something? Right, too? right, right. Anyway, there's a yeah. That's a whole other set of questions. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, where was it? Oh, but yeah. yeah so, but, but so so of course, ancient astronaut theorists think that. Uh, and Sukes goes, you know, the God God yeah. would not ask to sacrifice your son, and uh, so he he thinks that it was a uh, a rival right, yeah. alien group impersonating as God, which would have yeah. been arguably easy to do, yep. assuming you're believing the whole primitive humans, advanced aliens, whatever, um, and that uh, because and then Richard Raider, Raider Nation comes on and says, um, you know, like. That God has never, you know, the Christian God has never yeah, asked yeah. for human sacrifice. So it's it's totally anathema right. to whatever. And I've never even, used that word. Even but. though he had Jesus Christ die for everyone's sin, and that, that was, and that was the, and that's, yeah, and then, like, and so the Old Testament, he never asked for human right, sacrifice right. because he actually wanted to fucking kill all the other religions that did shit like that. Right. Um, but uh, although he would ask for animal sacrifice, right, though, right, um, murder. Right. Okay, <laughs> and that's and that's kind of the whole point of Christ that that was the last sacrifice anyone would have to make, and that was the shift from Old Testament to New New right. Testament. Bullshit. So, um, but uh, anyway, um, so again, are we witnessing two warring alien races? Um, Sukes just he he, he goes he goes just like on Earth, the universe is polar opposites of evil and good. Right, there are. Good aliens and bad aliens. I'm like, how do you fucking know that? Right. You know? And what is good and bad at that level? Right. Then? Like you guys literally talk about how when an alien's so advanced, especially if they're like millions of years advanced than us, do they even have those concepts anymore? If, right. if you're thinking of us as the zoo hypothesis that we talked about again before, where we're so primitive that they're just watching us and seeing how we observe, right. but you're not really interacting with them. Right. You're just looking at them in the enclosure, you know? I, yeah, like, go. But would you? They're not coming down and like torturing us but then they are because there's animal right, mutilations right, right, and right. things like that too yeah. so yeah they're still trying to learn by cutting open cows but then they've right. been here and started right. a lot of things again. <laughs> so again which which one is it right it's um, it's again, i think we made this point before it's like oh so you need giant rock formations and carvings to tell you where right. to go from the sky or you have probes that can just fucking scan everything in a split second and know right. every element on every foot of the earth yeah you can't just scan a fucking cow. Right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. You can't go up invisibly and observe it from the fifth dimension and fucking, right, right. you know, like. Or just, why do you care what a fucking cow is? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you, if you traveled all this way, yeah. wouldn't you kind of know what's already here? Like, wouldn't you have or, pre-probed or, or something like or that Or just too, been or? able to, like, get a scan and go, okay, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of people here. Right. There's a lot of this here. Let's go look at these cows. Right. <laughs> I'm a, well, Yo. maybe that's part of the primary of directive. Right. <laughs> The prime, prime rib, rib. yeah, yeah. Prime rib directive yep. <laughs> uh, was them just harvesting that sweetest part oh, of the cow. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, you might be right. Out. Yeah, bringing it right uh, up yeah. to Captain Kirk. They can't go back. But not play. But what I would also say yeah. is not that we're like a super duper advanced society, mm-hmm. but just as another other point is, I guess there potentially could be because we have dog fights, we right. have horse races. Yeah, that's true. We have all these things that like. "Quote unquote abuse and I mean cruel. the horse races we do a lot of cruel aren't, aren't shit. that bad, but yeah. but like you know these fighting cockfights yeah. uh, where we just you know rub each other's wieners together. First <laughs> mm-hmm. one to come loses. Um, While watching these roosters like fight each other, yeah, it's really yeah, weird. As well. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's things where it's like, oh, we look at that, and some people are right. into it, and then some people are against That's it. So right, maybe yeah. in the alien world, there's like these people are like, yeah, I just want right. to go. Some men just want to wash the world. Right. Burn. Yeah. Um, they just want to fuck shit up. And the other one's right. like, no, let's be nicer and better. That's true. And but, and we can't be sure of it because we're thinking of that with our now brains. Right, exactly. And it's like, oh, if they're millions of years more advanced, 
doesn't that fundamentally Do change? They? Especially right. at the rate of advancement as it gets exponential. Right. I don't know. It's a, it's a non... We, there's no it's answer just for whatever. it. It hasn't yeah, happened yeah. yet. So At least that we can perceive. Uh, but um, <laughs> So then we go to uh, Oman. Um, my, now, a quick side note. My fiance I has an adorable... An adorable... Adorable. <laughs> adorable. Uh, the Baltimore Adorials. Uh, uh, she has an adorable story about... She, she did a book report in, when she was young. And Hell yeah. <laughs> she made a joke in front of the class... And her 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 report was about Oman. It was like a geographical report or something. And she started off, and it's you know it's the average temperature is 112 degrees in the summer, and you know 89 in the winter. So and she's like, and all the people there go, oh man, it's hot. <laughs> That's pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, but um, shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> but um, we then start talking about genies very quickly. Um, My mother, genie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, genie Wong. Uh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm Asian. <laughs> I think I knew a Jenny Wong in some job or something. Um, but uh, so we go to this massive, giant cave, mm. one of the top ten largest yeah. caves in the world, uh, and it's the Mathless Al Jin, um, and it means meeting place of the Jin or genie. Right. Um, and many of the Omanians uh, believe that genies still live there, and they just kind of talk about how like genies are very angelic in their descriptions, but. Mm-hmm. They seem a little more like rogue agents or chaotic, where they have their own free will. They're, yeah, they're not servants of anyone. Whatever. Yeah. They're like more. They're more of a, like a an animistic spirit. Like yeah. they're associated with the wind a lot and, and stuff like that. So a little more naturalistic kind of seeming. Uh, and of course, we've all heard the the genie in the bottle story starring Christina Aguilera. Yeah. And uh, I'll rub you the right, right. way. If you want to, if you want to make you know seventeen year old Christina Aguilera yeah. have an orgasm, you have to mm. rub her clitoris the right yeah. way. You have to stimulate. You know? Twirl and push. Right. No, it was about a genie. It's like, no. So, uh, but yeah, then Sooks comes on and makes kind of a big leap because we don't have this really, we have this tech, but nobody uses it like this and it's kind of new. But he says, you know, we have this genie in a bottle and you, basically you have the bottle, which is a small device and you press a button and out pops the genie. What? A, why aren't we talking about holograms? And it's like, right. like they're all holograms. I don't know. You, you like, could talk about holograms. Right. And, They've never yeah. once mentioned hologram tech That's on this tech. show yeah. yet. You know, at this point, I don't remember them saying it a lot either. But um, it's it's like <laughs> he, he says it like the viewers and us are idiots, where we're just like, right. it's a hologram, stupid, yeah. <laughs> you like, dumb fuck. And because they're, they're saying that, oh, a lot of these uh, genie interactions are. Uh, sometimes just a disembodied voice. Sometimes they smokily pop out of this bottle yeah. uh, and talk to you and then disappear. And it's right, like, right, okay, right. yes, I guess that's how a hologram could Make work. your wish. But, right. yeah, I don't know how the hologram's making my wishes. Right, exactly. So, um, but, yeah, so then we very – God, there's so many quick hits in this episode. We it it in, bounces around a lot. Yeah. We move into the concept of ultra-terrestrials. So Jason Martell comes on, the slick back kid, and he's like, you know – um, you know, I'm, there's nothing worth an impression. There's nothing to say. But he just says <laughs> I'm that slick back. <laughs> he just says that um, instead of being off world, off planet of our same physical universe, these are interdimensional beings from like our multiverse. Just, yeah. So, so we all, you know, all humans and living things on this planet Earth, assuming there's an mm. infinite, an, an infinite, an infinite yeah. number of universes and planet Earth or whatever, yep. and variations uh, in there, thereof. But uh, that these ultra terrestrial beings can vibrate at a higher frequency and cross over and you know rip the fabric of realities yeah. and cross over to vibe a, the loads out exactly yeah. um and and they kind of show weird pictures of like a fucking uh, i thought they were gonna say cryptids or something because they fucking show like a bigfoot style shadow figure or, like all this weird <laughs> stuff i'm like yeah. okay but uh but anyway that's that they then use that to possibly explain 
serial killers. Oh, and, yeah. And, yeah. And then old, old-timey old killers that talked yeah. about hearing voices Divine and telling them to do things. Yeah. So they talk about Son of Sam and Herbert Mullen and, and the... Um, Richard Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, uh, yeah, the, the Heaven's Gate guy or whatever it was. That's a different right? dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's just, yeah, like, oh, maybe this was these these disembodied voices telling them things. So they're going from, I guess they're trying to say Jin could also be ultra-terrestrial beings right. as they well, go off of that. I might know? I might have misspoke. I watched something else. I had Richard mm-hmm. Ramirez last night. I don't know if they popped him. They mentioned a few more names that I didn't write down. But anyways, so yeah, crazy people. But yeah. Uh, wait, who is Richard Ramirez? He was the, the Night Stalker, the guy who was oh, trolling oh, oh, parts of L.A. And yeah, would, yeah. It was Killing nuts. all the women the yeah, whole time. And like, yeah, and had yeah. the pentagram hand right. thing. And, yeah. um, but uh, the pen- pentagram hand will pass. Only the pentagram <laughs> man. The pentagram um, man. Uh, Raider Nation comes back on Hyper Richard Hand. Raider, <laughs> and uh, and he he relates how ancient literal literature is just fucking full of this kind of shit of oh these voices or this spirit or this thing told right, me to right. do this or kill or whatever. So um, the last thing we talk about here is like, are they hiding in plain sight? It's the last segment, which is kind of the whole subject anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we go back again, like I said, back to Mount Hermon uh, in the Middle East. Um, this was the uh, among other things the supposed site of. The angel, the two hundred angels of the Book of Enoch falling in the twenty yeah. watchers that commanded them. Um, it's the place where supposedly was the transfiguration of, of Jesus, where he was like changing this altered, like non corporeal state, um, and the veil was kind of lifted, and he was literally apparently seen talking to Moses and the prophet Elijah, who had been long dead by his his mm-hmm. time. Um, and uh, so they go into why why is Mount Hermon special? Yeah. And lo and behold, it's on the 33rd parallel. And you know that, you know, 33 was the right. age of Christ when he died. 33 is in, uh, I can't remember the fucking specific, but in, in a lot of... It's a big number. It's that... a number that's very, like, symmetrical and uh, a lot of, like, there's cultures that think that it's, like, the ultimate uh, source of, in, or uh, uh, number of enlightenment is 33. It represents right. ultimate understanding of the universe and all that stuff. Even though we all know 42 is right. the answer. Exactly. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so... Bill Burns comes on, Loudmouth Leahy, and he kind of talks about, like, you know, why is the Middle East so special? Why? And it, and it gets kind <laughs> of... Fuck them. Right? But, and, it, well, it's, and it's the opposite, <laughs> yeah. because no, it's yeah, kind yeah. of... But also equally kind of narcissistic little, and xenophobic yeah. and mildly indirectly racist. And he says that, you know, you because know, this is where the aliens first came down and kind of started humanity. Meaning, and what he's implying here is that the Middle East was where... Our modern concept of humanity, so all of our knowledge, like, oh, so the smartest people, the most evolved, quote-unquote, not quote-unquote, mm-hmm. no, but, like, but, yeah. uh, paraphrasing, obviously. I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but I guess I am. But it's like the smartest people came from there. Um, that's where Roman and Greek and, and, and Turkish and this, right. all the yeah. and Sumerian culture all came from. It's what kickstarted all the smarties in the world. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what about Asia? What about lower Africa? What about yeah. America and natives there? What about South America? What about fuck? You know, it's yeah, like everywhere. It's like, come on, dude. Like you can't. And so they say that, oh, Mount Hermon's on the 33rd parallel. I'm like, yeah. And a billion other fucking things that a lot of people probably know about are on that parallel too. Right. right. Cause it runs right through. The top of Africa by Egypt and the t- and you know and uh, Morocco and all those places yeah. and they go and if you go to the other side of the world, r- on the opposite side, you got Roswell, New Mexico there and I'm like, yeah. okay, <laughs> like you know yeah. and 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 there's a guy who I haven't really mentioned because he's kind of pointless but he wrote a book about the Nephilim about the hybrid people. Mm-hmm. His name is L. A. Marzuli, <laughs> and he sounds looks, like someone I know, and he oh. looks like a porn doctor. Um, and uh, but he's like he literally is going like you know hey. These uh, 
These aliens, they were doing things very purposely, okay? These weren't coincidences, okay? This should send yeah. chills down your spine. This is <laughs> where the most iconic alien abductions and, and sightings are, are found. It's like, okay, but again, yeah. what about everything else on that parallel? Right, right. You know what I mean? And like, that parallel could just have been at a good angle mm-hmm. for which the it was in rotation around the sun. Right. And it just happened to be a very bountiful, yeah. pleasant, you know, habitable section of right. The and world. you know, it's like it's around Jerusalem over there. Mm-hmm. The weather's pretty decent around there too. It's very decent. Yeah, it's very <laughs> fucking uh, uh, temperate around the Mediterranean. Yeah. So and that's what our weather is here on the West Coast. You can do a lot more in a temperate climate than where it's in fucking Antarctica or whatever. Right, too. right. So, when you're just trying, right. if you're not battling extreme heat, extreme right. wet, or extreme mm-hmm. cold, anything extreme, you know, for the most part, right. gives you a little more freedom to kind of, like, right. go do other stuff. Right. When you're not all charged up by Mountain Dew, yeah. Mountain Dew Code Red and feeling extreme, Woo! you know, and yeah. doing some inline skating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> coolest action sport. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just, like, it's this pointless fucking thing where they're like, oh, this was, yeah, this was Christ age, this was this, this yeah. peril, this was this. Christ it's all, eggs. It's all, <laughs> it's all connected. Um, but uh, anyway, we kind of end on, and this is probably going to be our shortest episode, I'm guessing, because, oh, like, because yeah. it's, uh, there's just no, there's no real evidence here. There's nothing, it's, it's cool, but again. Of, yeah, just ideas and right. theories and kind of personal opinions right. and this, interpretations. This early in the series, we're already kind of like. Not grasping at straws. I mean, I guess we are grasping at straws, but it really is a very – this episode is like 100% pure speculation. Like yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. – nobody goes to any sites in this episode. No one's showing any artifacts in this episode. No one is, excuse me, talking to an expert or someone from a culture in this episode. It's, it seemed kind of like a, a full – just an edit episode. Yeah. Like, we have all this footage about Angel. Let's just make an episode yeah, yeah. out of it, there's, too. The, yeah, it's a common thread. Let's just do something here. Right, which happens quite a bit. So. Yeah. David Wilcock, five five heads at Freddy's, is charged up at the very end, and he's like, <laughs> he literally seems like he almost has like one one arm over yeah. the shoulder of the back of his chair or something. But he's just like, and drunk as fuck. You fucking tool. No, but like yeah. he just has that. He's like, for some reason, after the advent of Islam, there was some sort of mutual agreement to leave the Earth, and in the meantime, we developed technology and got all proud of ourselves and thought we were the only game in town. Wake up. <laughs> They're all around us. Look at the angels in the Bible. These are documented records. The people writing these books didn't think they were missed. They thought they were history. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, bro. Like, he, like yeah, I don't is... think the producer, the guy interviewing you, the coordinator guy, is like, who's just like, uh, okay. <laughs> please don't stick your heads on me. <laughs> yeah, and he just sends a text to like right. the producer. All right, we got a sweet clip. <laughs> it's going to be Oh, my awesome. God, yeah. Because like again, yeah, it makes, the, you, it makes you wonder if the guy doing the interviewing is like is like poking them a little right, bit, or something, right, right? Just like, hey, come on, Dave, you really, don't really Dave? believe yeah. that? Do you? <laughs> hey, fucker! Yeah, <laughs> listen here, you panty chomper. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking tell you what's up. These shits yeah. are real. Aliens <laughs> are, are fucking <laughs> angels. This book has never been rewritten. Yeah. It's never been interpreted right. by man. It's never been altered. Right. It was purely written by one. Group of right, people right. over time. One guy, first-hand yeah. accounts, <laughs> and and no no religious text was. It was no, it that's was, what I'm saying. Because yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's like in all cultures are oral traditions then eventually written down mm. as you get to the later right. BCs, early ADs, I guess. But um, anyway, it's yeah. I, the, there's a couple other quick hits here. Uh, I only wrote this down because uh, Vodnanikin says the word visited <laughs> uh, for visited. He goes, he goes, have we maybe been visited by extraterrestrials? Does that I was, mean they pissed all the planet? 
<laughs> and I thought of like fucking Harry Potter coming yeah, down like wizardy. Wizarded yeah, yeah. or something. I must uh, go take Wizarded yeah. <laughs> in the crapper right now. <laughs> um, and then pointlessly, completely pointlessly, Linda Howe, the plastic surgery queen, comes <laughs> on in the, and ends the episode with her purely. And it, it, it almost seems kind of chauvinistic that the... Like, the first season had a couple uh, scientists that happened to be females on there. Yeah. Astrophysicists and whatever, which was great. They just have this chick on who just is like, oh, but I hope it's like this. And this is scary. It's very – it's yeah. all just like this weird, like, like your mother or aunt worried about yeah. what it's going to – what the, the dress code is going to be like at a fucking a bit important dinner event, you know? Right, like, right, right. I mean, but what if – is this blouse going to be okay? Because what if other people are yeah. overdressed? Right. You know, and so what if she, my tits fall out? Right. She, <laughs> as everyone's mom and aunt says, oh, what yeah. if my fucking tits fall out? I jerk off to those videos. I bet you like five it. times a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, she just she says, you know, I hope that we start thinking of not not of this good or bad aliens, but. Uh, just as another intelligence, and I hope that we can shake their hand when they finally reveal themselves yeah. to it. And I'm like, I guess that's all well and good. It's kind of right, it's right. kind of like ancient astronaut theorist virtue signaling. Like, yeah. oh no, I think that if we just respect them and are nice, they'll be good to us and right, whatever. Right. And so, anyway, but yeah, I mean, that's surprisingly. I remember, you know, usually it takes me a while to take these notes. I really want to get everything for everyone and, and tell the story of the episode while doing our thing. But there was like nothing here, and I and it was almost. I only had to pause this like five or six times to write some notes where usually yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like 50 times or something, but um, there just wasn't a lot here. So Yeah. No, I, watching I'm like, uh, this is kind of light on yeah. content. <laughs> it felt but... like a side episode yeah, or something. Yeah. It was weird. Like but... bonus content on a right. DVD or something. And hey, maybe we're spoiled because any episode without Childress is not an episode not, we want to watch. Not so. an episode to me. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be it for season two, episode seven of Angels and Aliens. Uh Follow us on social media, on Instagram and Facebook at Probing Ancient Aliens. Um, if you like our weird sense of humor uh, and you like craft beer, listen to Beer There, Drunk That on the same podcast services. Um, you can find us, uh, that podcast, on Facebook at Beer There, Drunk That and on Instagram at Beer There, Drunk That PC. Yep. Um, and then if you would tell, just tell your friends if you like the show. We've been getting a lot of good feedback, which is fucking awesome. Yeah, thanks for everyone who's um, commenting yeah. on posts and liking shit and sending us right. messages. So. And, yeah, and for the people that have done it so far, you'll see that we respond very quickly because we're not cool podcasters. We're just two <laughs> dickheads. Yeah, we have jobs and yeah. then just kind of do this for fun. Right. We so. go take a dump and answer yeah. questions and yeah, stuff. But, nice. uh, but anyway, uh, tell your friends about it if you, if you like this show or, or or if they like Ancient Aliens or if they're a conspiracy theorist yeah. or whatever, too. Um, if you... Uh, also, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. I don't know if Google Play has a rating system yet. I've never uh, seen it. That's a good question. I don't use it, so yeah. I know we're on there. I looked at the uh, desktop site, the, the version, like just yesterday and I've, I, on another podcast, and I've, I don't see any spot to like review or rate or anything. So anyway, yeah. if you can, great. Give us a high rating if you, if you like it. But, yeah. um, but uh, and, on, oh, go ahead. on iTunes, if you give us a five-star rating and leave us a review in the comments, we'll read that review no matter what it says on the air. <laughs> call you out so um but yeah what were you we gonna say i was just gonna say um we're gonna try and see what we can do but i think we're gonna attend alien con in yeah, june yeah. in pasadena so yep we'll see what happens there we're gonna try and record some stuff on site which to uh, me is like around other than the cruises um, and stuff that these guys yeah. put on this literally is a convention put on by them. Yeah, so, because it's all the guests are these guys, right. and it's involved with the History Channel. So it, yes. it's based, they call it Alien Con, but it's right. basically ancient Alien right. Con. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that one's going to be fun. Yeah, the That's producer, the executive producer of Ancient Aliens is going to be there. 
all, like all the all the guys all that we talk about are going to be there. Yeah. Um, you can you can they they've sold out of their like silver and gold passes, which guarantee yeah, like you autographs. Yeah, like six hundred dollars and a dinner with insane. them. And yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm into this, that. but uh, right. that's kind of gnarly. We might we might try to swing that uh, <laughs> in the future if we get enough listeners. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, I I think I think we're gonna. Ascend back, back up in our jetpacks right now. Powered by the divine power of ghost farts. Yes. Um, <laughs> Cloudy by day, obnoxious at night. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening to uh, Probing Ancient Aliens. We're going to ascend into our little thought hole. Some kind of fucking death is what I am waiting for. Bye. Uh,